Welcome to Bar Fights with attorney and advocate Sarah Klein. Taking on issues that matter and advocating for legal, cultural, and political change everywhere in order to protect children and vulnerable adults. Joining the conversation are survivors, advocates, lawyers, media personalities, athletes, celebrities, authors, wellness aficionados, and many more. Because bringing real justice takes a team of experts who care. Now, leading the fight is your host, Sarah Klein. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Bar Fight, part two of Nicole Braddock Bromley. Um, I'm so pumped for her to be able to tell you about the work she's doing and especially to talk about her online course called Unleash, um, online support for survivors, which is critical as you all know. Nicole, welcome back to Bar Fights. Thank you so much. So fun. We're going to pick up this story back in, when you graduate college, back in 2002, um, when you had the wherewithal at such a young age to found your own organization called One Voice for Freedom. Pick it up there. What was your vision? What did you want to accomplish with One Voice? Mm, well, really, I just wanted to be a voice, you know, on topics that I felt like no one was talking about, specifically sexual abuse. But, you know, that reached into other things like domestic violence and um, self-esteem stuff, especially for girls. And, um, yeah, just wanting to be a voice and a place where people could find, you know, the safety to be able to share the hard things they were going through. And that's really where it started. And I'm just so grateful for so many college campuses who had the same vision as me and were willing to bring me in. You know, I was right out of college, 21, 22 year old. And um, yeah, it just went so well that, you know, they would share with other places. And I just kept getting more um, invites. And then I ended up writing some books and that helped and went on some TV shows. And no big deal. Kind of, I ended up yeah. writing four books. I produced <laughs> two films. <laughs> well, I just think there's something to be said, though, about being willing to do things afraid. Yeah. And that's always been my motto was like, it's not easy to get up and talk about the most disgusting things that have ever happened to you that, yeah. you know, should be shaming me into a corner, but they're not because so many people are going through the same thing or something similar. Everybody has a secret, you know, that needs to be told in a safe space. And that is what has empowered me to keep talking and to, to be willing to say these hard things so other people can find freedom just to see how one thing always led leads to the next, to the next. And I've always thought, you know, wow, that feels too big for me. Like the injustices in the world, and I'm sure you feel the same way in the work that you do. Yeah. It's so big. How in the world is little Midwestern white girl going to put a dent in this? You know what I mean? 100%. Um, but I've just learned, you know, over the course of the last 20 plus years of doing things afraid, it's like, if I can do this one thing that's in front of me, right? I don't have to look at the big picture. I just look at Maybe it's one person who's standing yeah. in front of me and needing a helping hand or a place to just drop their bags down and talk. If I can do that one thing, then that often activates the next thing. And then the next thing and the next thing, it's like you're doing these little tiny steps. And eventually you look back and you're like, wow, 
I really actually did make a big dent in this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that has really been, um, I think the drive is, is doing the small things. I always say tiptoe out of your hiding place and do things afraid. And that has been the story. <laughs> wow. So tell us about what the day-to-day is. What, what mm-hmm. do you, what is one voice doing? What is the work? How do people get connected? Mm, yeah. Well, the day-to-day, you know, it's really changed, especially since the pandemic. I mean, I was flying all over the world constantly doing, you know, speaking engagements around the U.S. And then I also started the nonprofit um, that fights child sex trafficking. And I was going every year to Cambodia and doing big missions over there, educating vulnerable villages and things like that, um, which was really cool. Well, that kind of stopped... um, when COVID happened and I just felt there was such a need at that time for survivors to have community. It was very triggering to be isolated, to be forced to be isolated. You know, mm-hmm. you shared earlier about isolation and, and it's great if we choose it, but if someone chooses it for you, that's very triggering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt the need to sort of do a little bit of a pivot. And that's when I created this eight week online course for survivors. It's called unleash and it's video, a video every week of other survivors sharing parts of their healing journey. Um, And then like journal prompts to kind of work through on your own. And then we meet weekly and I lead these meetings and it's just a small group. Every time we never have more than eight. And it's so it's like the most sacred space I've ever found on earth, Sarah. It is beautiful to see survivors in a space where they begin to connect. They know they're not alone. They don't have to be the person they are outside of the Zoom call. For that one hour, they get to really be their authentic self and talk about the things that are there. It is so cool. And so that's what I've really been doing in the last two years has been leading those groups online. I still speak a lot and we you know, the nonprofit for anti-trafficking, we do a lot of building relationships through warm meals and things, especially in my city, central Ohio. Um, but the Unleash course is really my, my bag. I love Your it baby. so much. That's yes. So and I just, I was just thinking as you were talking about, and I've always been curious about the power of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Like I know yeah. many of people that have been through it and the way mm-hmm. they talk about it, you know, I, I, I have never really understood what Mm -hmm. it is that can really affect such dramatic change in people. But as you're talking, I'm like that safe space where you can take your mask off and Mm -hmm. the CEO of a fortune 500 company is the same as the person living off food stamps because they have this shared experience, the power of story and openness and connection. Yes. It you, you said it, you yeah. really said it. I mean, that's what it is. And, and to have that community, that's like, it's yours. Like you belong here and it's, and it's only this beautiful. I tell them every week, it's this beautiful and this safe and this healing because you guys have made it that way. And it happens every time. I mean, it's just breakthrough after breakthrough for people. And you're right. It's from all walks of life. In fact, I, in the beginning, we separated like female and male groups. I'm leading one right now. It's all genders. They don't care. They love it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit, 
and and we still run them separate for people who don't feel safe in those environments but it has just been amazing to see like the power of what the threat is is the trauma and the effects of the trauma and how we've identified with the trauma um being able to talk about it no matter where you come from who you are where you live i have one woman in hawaii she signs up she's done it like seven times you're kidding yeah and it's a crazy time for her she gets up at four o'clock in the morning it means that much to her Uh and she's a completely different person today than she was two years ago yeah I think too like as human beings our basic need is to be seen right to to feel understood to to feel you know worthy Mm -hmm. and and that common trauma bond is what starts it but I think really being seen and being loved for just who you are I've never felt stronger mm-hmm. emotion of love towards just some strangers you know mm-hmm. like when you meet another survivor and you have yeah. that understanding and then you feel like this pure love washes over you from mm-hmm. somebody you don't really know you have not lived your whole life being best friends but it's like yeah. I see you I Absolutely. see you you see me and that's love it is yeah yeah and an acceptance of like your truest self your true you know what I mean mm-hmm. your truest self you know sometimes I think if we all showed up in life like that Mm-hmm. we wouldn't have all the problems we have in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? hundred percent. I do. Yes. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Um, you guys were talking about the program Unleash, an eight-week e-course, an online support cohort for survivors of sexual abuse led by the fearless Nicole Braddock Bromley, um, founder of one voice for freedom. Tell us about your podcast, the one voice podcast. What do you, Mm -hmm. what do you do on that show? Yeah, that's been really fun. You know, it's one of those things that I just feel like I have been so blessed with a network of amazing people, which I like, can't wait to email you after this and beg you to be on it. Yes, yes. (laughs) But it's just, you know, giving survivors access to the wisdom and experience of other people who've walked this road, you know, different types of people, different types of stories, but it's just, it's similar to what you're doing with bar fights. It's engaging conversation on hard topics that are helpful to survivors and those who love us. You know, so sometimes we will have people on there to, to help with, you know, the partner of a survivor, like, how do I manage this relationship? You know, how can I be there for this person? It's whatever. So it might be something like that, or or we might tackle another social justice issue. You know, I love to talk about racism. So we do that. Or, you know, it's just all over the place. But just being willing to, I think it's so much like bar fights, just have those hard topics, talk about them, shine light on them, you know, they're not dark when you can talk about them and, yeah. and just to illuminate some things in our society for the good of all of us to make yeah. us better, to yeah. improve relationships and to spark healing in survivors' lives. 
Yeah, I love that. And I always think like when we make these shows, I think sometimes I think, does anybody listen to this? Yeah. But I, I have gotten so many messages of, I thought mm-hmm. I was alone and yeah. not just from survivors of sexual abuse. I like to just talk about adversity. Like we're yeah. all going to have our shit. You know, mm-hmm. you talked about racism, sexual abuse, you know, whatever it is, divorce, death, pain, pain is pain is pain. And I know that's the- right deeply varying degrees of it. Um, yeah. And I understand that, but you, you think about that person that's sitting home in the shadows, mm-hmm. in fetal position, in the dark, or are functioning very highly and driving to work, but their soul is dying. Mm-hmm. And they hear a conversation where they're like, holy shit, it's not just me. Holy yeah. shit. You know, there's somebody else that might kind of get it. I think exactly. that's just so powerful. And I love love the more people having those conversations the better you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you said something earlier I forget how you said it maybe it was on episode one but it was you know I'm doing this so that you can be second you can come second yeah yeah the gift of going second if I can tell my story and find the courage to do it it is so that other people have the gift of going second because it's easier to just say me too and keep it moving. But I still think when people, I'm telling you, it happens all the time. When I step off of a stage after sharing my story in any kind of environment, there will be someone who doesn't want to talk, but they will, I'll be talking to someone else or I'm signing books at my table. They'll just come up to me and just squeeze my hand and just look me in the eye and say, me too. And they walk out the door. Yes. And I'm like, that, that, is a moment that's like what do they call it in that movie inside out a core memory (laughs) that yeah it's like it's like a marble was dropped right then that was a moment in their life they will never forget and to me I believe that's when like something gets shaken up in the universe and within that person where it's like healing begins healing begins today because you just identified yourself as having gone through yeah some sort of abuse probably so I, I think that there's power in that. Um, and then, you know, I just tweeted about it yesterday, the responsibility of healing. So you then identify yourself as a survivor. You say me too. There's so much power in that moment. And now it's your responsibility as a survivor to heal. And I said yesterday, it's an interesting thing about choosing to heal after sexual abuse. It can feel absolutely awful that the healing is our responsibility. And it can also feel like utter relief that it's our responsibility, right? Because have we never, have the control now. I have never heard it said like that. And I've never heard it said like that. I know so many people that are victims of their own healing process. Mm where they make the decision that it's like outside of them. And like, I just can't, I just can't. When yeah. You just made that shift for me. I'm like, <laughs> right. Like, Oh, I'm in charge of that. Yes. Whoa. Yes. And that used to piss me off. Yeah. But now I see, Oh, thank God. It's my responsibility. Someone else was in control of me my whole childhood. Now I get to take it back. There's a shift there. And I think it's part of the process. So I don't get mad at people who are where I used to be with that. You know, I get it. But there will be a time 
where you'll have the opportunity. You know, I, this is what I think about other stories. There will be a time that comes and you have the opportunity to take it back and you'll realize the power of that responsibility. Oh, that's so powerful, Nicole. Um, one last thing I, I wanted to say, you know, you touched earlier on the statistics around this, right? One in three or one in four, whatever other varying yeah. statistics out there, but you and I both know that those statistics are based off of reporting and we both know what reporting actually looks like. And That's it's right. not always, you know, it's not always a, the yellow brick road. In fact, nine times out of 10, it's not. And those mm -hmm. statistics don't reflect that. And you come no. off the stage and I relate to you. I call it like my Taylor Swift moment. I never asked for, right? Like <laughs> you get crowds of people around you wanting to connect with you one-on-one -on -one and wanting yeah. to disclose or those people that just kind of stand off to the side and just want to be near you um, yeah. because mm -hmm. we both know those statistics are way bigger yeah. than what's ever actually reported. So when you're speaking to a room of a thousand people, I wouldn't be surprised if 90, 95% of them have been touched by abuse in some way, shape or form. So for sure. We do these shows, we're not talking to this, you know, isolated group of people called survivors. We are all in some way survivors mm -hmm. of something, of of some adversity, some pain, some abuse. Yeah. Um and so when we talk about healing, we're not just talking to some isolated group of people that have gone through similar stuff. We're talking to really all of you, <laughs> you yes. know, everybody out there. Um, and, um, and so I know you know that, but I want to drive that point home. Um, it's kind of everybody. Yeah, it's kind of everybody. And we when we look at the landscape of the world right now, and we see how broken people are and and cultures are and communities and societies and countries are, um, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you just think about, you know, the way that we interact as adults. Sometimes when I put my grown up pants on, I can take a step back from these people and say, what happened to you? Yeah. Yes. What and happened? like, yes, yeah. like, honey, it, you don't have to like, oh my gosh. So all three of my boys play basketball. Okay. When I'm at these games and I see these grown people yeah. losing their shit on referees or on kids I just want to be like can you sign up for my eight week e Please, yes I've got <laughs> something for you <laughs> oh but I agree with you we all need healing from something yeah we do yeah yes. carrying and pain body right yeah. um, and seeing how that comes even just road rage which I used to be a huge like <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, in a way that like almost got me in trouble, almost got like, Stop it got it. To point, I had to change the way I was driving to work every day because this one kind of main road I was on, I was getting, I was having an incident every day with road rage and, I love this. 
and like I would slam on my brakes and like all this crazy I'm not kidding you and and so I had to go a more scenic like two-lane road it took me like twice as long but there weren't so many cars on it it was bad I'm not even kidding like so funny I want you to do a podcast completely on that (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious and also relatable yeah it's and I it, like the rage and I'm like oh my gosh and so like I forgot where I was going with that one but like yeah you see it man. everyone needs healing freezing okay everyone needs healing however it's manifesting in your life fighting yes. at work you know you know starting fights in your in your interpersonal relationships anger um eating disorders people taking it out on their own bodies absolutely exercising this is one that was just um mm. that I just observed recently is like mm. people who are over exercisers exercising for two or three hours every day you're like you want yeah. to ask yourself like well, why you know yeah 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 it's so well, many and ways. social media celebrates some of oh. these things and that's what makes it hard yeah you know, so because media addictions are parts of you know, ways that people are taking it out. Like if I can just distract myself for three hours every night, right. you know, numb right. out. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways. Yeah. And what yeah. the root, the root is so often some sort of a childhood trauma that has never been addressed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. So now we know where we need to head. We need to head (laughs) over to IamOneVoice.org backslash unleash, you guys. Mm, Um, And I get asked all the time, like, so what do I do about it? Where do I go? This is where you go, you guys. This is where you go, where you can be met by people who understand, people who will see you and help you work through um this kind of stuff nicole bromley i am so happy to meet you i always say the silver lining in having experienced childhood trauma is being able to connect with like-minded incredible people um thank you so thank you for the work you're doing and thank you for sharing your voice here on bar fights i know our past will cross um absolutely and I hope so I am a big fan of yours I'm so honored to be on this and just to learn more about you and your story and the incredible work you're doing it's so important for survivors to have people like you in the justice system I'm just so incredibly grateful for the work just as I kept researching you the past couple of days I'm just like okay Everyone needs to know about this woman. So thank you. It's just been so special to be with you today. Right back at you. And um, you guys, you are seen, you are heard, you are not alone. Keep showing up, keep listening to these conversations. We are here. We see you. We love you until next time here on Bar Fights. Have a good week, you guys. Thank you for listening to Bar Fights with attorney Sarah Klein, taking on issues that matter. Please check out our website at barfightspodcast.com, Instagram at barfightspodcast, 
or Twitter at barfights underscore pod for the latest show updates and archives.